I'm actually uh, pretty shocked to have a voice after this last one. This was a close game, but unfortunately the Lakers lose to the Pacers 116-111. They are officially now 2-4 and four in the bubble, but besides the last two Laker losses, there actually were some positives that we have to talk about today. Some players really did step up for the purple and gold and had some of their best games in the bubble so far. So even though this is a disappointing loss, Still much more positive things to say than the last couple of games. And who else is going to be here to break this all down than the one, the only, back by popular demand. We have Laker Dad. Dad, thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you, Hannah. Always glad to be here. Alrighty, so Lakers lose. I can see by the look on your face you're not too happy here. But there were some positive things to talk about. For one, the big story of the day, I think, is Quinn Cook. Obviously, he's been struggling, which everyone's been extremely disappointed and frustrated with, especially with Rajon Rondo out. You know, he's really been able to get a good opportunity. And he, so far, he hadn't been able to make the most of it. But today was a completely different story. He had 21 points. He was, I think, 6 for 9 from the 3-point range. He, was, he went through a period where I think he made five threes in a row, something crazy like that. He was on fire tonight. and It was really nice to see because we need a guy like Quinn Cook to really just come in and knock down some threes. And he was a big reason that the Lakers actually looked like they were maybe going to get away with a win here. Dad, what did you think of Quinn Cook today? Well, you know, the fact that we're talking about Quinn Cook, it's kind of a, a hollow victory here. He he had a good game, finally. I mean, he's been terrible so far since the season started again, but he had a good game today. He knocked down some shots, which is what they need. I'm just disappointed because <clears throat> at the end of the game, when he really could have been a hero, he missed a couple of wide-open threes that really would have uh, allowed the Lakers to win. But nonetheless, he, he had a good game, and it was good to see somebody hitting down some shots. I mean, I looked at you, I think it was maybe the end of the third quarter, maybe it was the beginning of the fourth, I don't remember exactly when, when he missed one of those threes, and I said to you, I think Quinn Cook has made his shots for the night, and I ended up being right, unfortunately, because, yeah, that last one, uh, LeBron kind of drove, kicked it out to Quinn Cook, it could have been a nice, he got a really nice look at the three, but unfortunately... Shot didn't fall, but still, you know, we can't take away from the fact he had a really good game. I'm happy for him. I'm a big fan of Quinn Cook. I root for him. So it's nice to see him really have a great game. Now, another player that I think tonight was excellent, another surprise player, a player I've really been on since the, the resume, since the NBA season resumed, was Dwight Howard. Finally, Dwight looked like he actually cared to be in the game. He had 10 points, 12 rebounds. There was a stretch there in that game where I think he got the Lakers like seven possessions in a row. He was just completely dominating today. And this was the Dwight I've really been waiting to see because obviously this season, Dwight was really good for us. And he had this redemption season. He was really contributing a lot, bringing a lot of energy off the bench. And so far in the bubble, he hadn't been doing that. And it was really frustrating for me because he just looked like he just didn't care if he played or not, didn't really have any energy. But tonight, it was a completely different story. Finally, Dwight was the Superman that we've all been waiting to see. So what were your thoughts on Dwight Howard tonight? Yeah, I, aside from LeBron, who was fantastic, Dwight Howard was the player of the game for the Lakers. And it was surprising because he has not played well uh, since the uh, season resumed. Tonight, he was exactly what we wanted him to be. He was engaged. He was fighting for the ball. Uh, he knocked down some, some free throws. I have 12 rebounds, I believe. 
he was really, really good tonight. This is the Dwight, you know, we need to see and we were hoping to see. Now, you mentioned LeBron James, because this was, in my opinion, by far LeBron's best game in the bubble. I kind of said it to you, and I think I had said it maybe on the show um, prior in a few prior episodes. LeBron had kind of been maybe a little bit hesitant. I think he was maybe doing it on purpose. I don't think he was trying to push himself to get back. I don't think, I think he wants to try to obviously stay healthy, kind of ease himself back, maybe get some other players involved. But I had been saying that I needed LeBron to really start the game aggressive because we had seen him kind of start to get aggressive maybe in the fourth quarter there and the Lakers needed him. But I wanted to see LeBron get off to a strong start. He did just that today. He looked like he had had enough and he wanted to really get the Lakers off to a good start today. He ended the first half with 17 points. He ended the game with 31 points. He had seven assists, eight rebounds. The King did his thing today. Unfortunately for the Lakers, our other superstar, Anthony Davis, had one of his worst games, you could say, in the bubble. He only had eight points. He really, really just struggled kind of on both ends, to be honest with you. Just, But especially from offense, he couldn't get anything to fall. Forget about an outside shot. He couldn't even get anything on the rim to fall. And obviously that's, that's a problem because we're going to need Anthony Davis to really be able to have some good games, and he's he's struggled sometimes in the bubble. He's had a few really good games, but he's also had a few really, really bad games. Yeah, I mean, this loss falls on Anthony Davis tonight. The Lakers can't win. Uh, they can't beat a good team when Anthony Davis plays this poorly. And it's a little matter of concern now because although he's had a couple of big games uh, since the season resumed, he's had four pretty poor games and three in a row where he was bad, and tonight... He just, you know, he just couldn't get anything to fall tonight. Um, you know, and I know his overall stats, well, his shooting was terrible. I think he was three for 14. You know, he had a few rebounds. He had a few assists. But all in all, he was not effective tonight. And Lakers aren't going to go anywhere unless, you know, uh, he's the Anthony Davis that we thought we were getting. Well, I've said it from day one. I think the Lakers are only going to go as far as Anthony Davis is going to take us. I know once we get into the playoffs, LeBron's going to do his thing, but it's really going to determine how AD plays. And right now I think he's really struggling, and we talked about this, is the fact that teams are double-teaming him and he's just maybe not knowing what to do, how to get out of it. But come playoffs, I mean, he's going to have to figure it out because we need Anthony Davis to be the Anthony Davis that we're used to and that we're going to need him to be. We can't have an AD. We are, the Lakers are not going to go far in the playoffs. They're not going to win many games if Anthony Davis is only going to have eight points. Yeah, no, he um, he's really struggling right now. Uh, he's really struggling, and uh, they're you know throwing a couple guys at him, and uh, he's not reacting to it. Uh, he's, he's not... Uh, you know, he's just not playing well. And, you know, there's really not much more. The, the rest of the Laker team, it's really all LeBron and Anthony Davis. You know, aside from that, there's nobody you can really count on night by night. It just depends on who's going to have a decent game, you know, here and there. It could be anybody on any given night. But uh, those two guys have to do it every night. And if they don't, it's going to be a problem. And LeBron can't do it by himself. I mean, as we can see, every time LeBron goes out of the game, the Lakers are lost. I mean, they have no playmakers. They're not moving the ball. Uh, you know, most of the time they're not making shots. So LeBron can't do it by himself. If Anthony Davis is not going to step up and do his part, you know, I don't know what to say. They're not going to go too far. 
Yeah, I was just going to mention, and this has been something that the Lakers have honestly struggled with the entire season. It's not just in the bubble. It's the fact that when LeBron goes on the bench, this team looks, especially for offense, they look completely all over the place, and they don't have another playmaker. And tonight we actually saw the starting lineup, a little bit of a change to the starting lineup. We saw Danny Green didn't play, so Alex Caruso was actually inserted in that starting lineup. And that was something that I was curious to see. How do you think Caruso did tonight in that starting spot? And is that something that we should have him be in as we get into the playoffs? Do you think Caruso should just take over in that starting spot, or did you not see enough from him to make you want to do that? You know, I didn't see enough... uh tonight uh, to justify being uh, a starter. Caruso does what Caruso does. He comes in, he dives for the ball, he hustles, you know, occasionally he'll make a shot. But, you know, he's a guy who who kind of looks like he should come off the bench as a starter. You know, I don't know if he's a good enough perimeter defender. Again, he's one of these tough guys. He can get under your skin, he can deflect the ball. But in terms of really guarding people on the perimeter, you know, he struggles to stay with the smaller guards, and that was another issue tonight. I mean, the, as as has become custom, uh, the guards, Malcolm Brogdon and, and uh, Oladipo, they, they just had their way with the Lakers tonight. I mean, another player who obviously had their way with the Lakers tonight is TJ Warren. I mean, coming into this game, he had 119 points in just three games, and tonight he was no exception. He had 39 points. I mean, who the heck is this kid? Is this a fluke, or is this just a... Who he is? I mean, I'm thinking T.J. Warren is just making a name for himself in the bubble right now. Well, he is. I mean, he's been the NBA's best player, perhaps since the season resumed. Um, it's not really a surprise. I mean, T.J. Warren was a really good scorer when he was with Phoenix. I don't know why Phoenix gave up on him or he left, um, but I know I, I kind of think that he's for real. He's a great scorer, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm expecting him to really become a star in this league. I mean, he definitely looks like a star, at least since being in the bubble, that's for sure. Now, another player that I wanted to talk about, because again, there were some, some changes to the lineups. You know, Frank Vogel said he did want to use these these games to really kind of figure out a good rotation going into the playoffs. And that meant that THT, Talon Horn Tucker, got some minutes. And you know what? I was really impressed by what I saw from him. Personally, you know, this is a guy who hasn't played all season for us and now he's kind of getting a shot and he looked pretty good and the main thing that really impressed me and I don't know if you feel the same way dad is the fact that he really plays with confidence he doesn't look like he's afraid to shoot he looks like he can actually play so that was one of the highlights for me in this game because I had been interested and curious to really see him play and he did not disappoint me today at all yeah no I you know again for a guy who has not played with the big league team all year uh, all of a sudden, you know, he, he looks good. He looks like a solid rookie who can contribute. Uh, he's not afraid. He he's makes some shots. You know, he works hard on defense. I can't quite tell yet if he can defend anybody, but he certainly works pretty hard. And, you know, uh, it's not like the Lakers are rich in guards. So, uh, you know, he, he doesn't look any better or any worse than anybody else. Uh, but, you know, for a guy who's brand new, it's pretty impressive. Okay, so this also meant that... Dion Waiters, Bubble Cheese, and uh, Markeith Morris didn't get any minutes. And I know you were saying all game, where's Morris, where's Morris, where's Dion Waiters, are they injured? And they weren't injured, they just didn't get any minutes because, again, Vogel kind of wants to play around with the rotations. I don't know if that was necessarily maybe the smartest thing. I mean, I think Dion has been really good for us in the bubble. I, I think he's brought a lot of energy. I think he's brought some scoring to this team. So I don't really know why he didn't play him at all. And Morris, I don't think, has really gotten too many 
minutes at all in the bubble to really be able to showcase what he can do. Yeah, I I don't understand what the coach is doing. I mean, is this really the time you want to be experimenting? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. It was just weird today. The Lakers uh, already were a little bit shorthanded, uh, but to purposefully not play Deion Waiters or or Markeith Morris or J.R. Smith, um, you know, th- these are guys who I think need some minutes. They, they need to be playing, getting in condition. You know, I, I can't imagine that they're not going to – they have they're going to want to count on those guys. Instead, they had Jared Dudley out there. I mean, are they really going to count on Jared Dudley during the playoffs? So – I, I don't quite understand. Uh, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We sort of played with one arm, arm tied behind our back uh, tonight. But again, it was certainly a much better effort than the last two games. Dwight Howard was great. LeBron was great. This was his best game in the bubble. But uh, again, Anthony Davis doesn't show up to play. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, even though this is a loss, and I'm frustrated, I'm sad, because I really felt that this was a must-win game for us. And I know a lot of people are saying, Hannah, we don't need to win these games, I don't care. Get into the playoffs, we already have the number one seed, who cares? I care because I don't want to go into the playoffs on this losing streak, because I don't think... When you lose a bunch of games in a row, the team morale, I think, is already a little bit low. I want us to go into the playoffs with confidence. So I'm frustrated that we weren't able to turn things around today and come up with a win. But overall, this was definitely a much better game for us. The Lakers shot a little bit better from the floor than they had the last few games. They shot 42%. Um, And they turned the balls. Turnovers, we can talk a little bit about 15. Not great. But they did win that category because Indy did have 20 turnovers. Overall, this was a little bit of a better game. I liked what I saw from the Lakers more so on the defensive end. I think that was much better defensively they played than they had in the last few games. So that was nice to see. But I want to ask you, what are your three takeaways from this game today? Well, uh, takeaway number one, as I've said a couple times, so I'm sorry to repeat myself, is that Unless Anthony Davis shows up every game uh, and is the Anthony Davis we saw during the season, you know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a lost cause. They, LeBron can't do it by himself, and the rest of the roster just isn't good and consistent enough. You never know from night to night who's going to step up and who's going to step back. So uh, they need AD. That, that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, they have trouble... Uh, with the perimeter defense, and that's where Avery Bradley is is missed a lot. Uh, they can't they can't hold any of the guards down in this league. There's a lot of fast, speedy guards who can shoot, and uh, this is a, another game where uh, the inability to to stop the the guards from penetrating was just a, a real problem. And I guess number three, I'm going to say Dwight. It was really good to see Dwight have a good game. It's been a while. Uh, he can be a difference maker. He was a difference maker tonight for sure. They didn't win the game, but uh, the only reason they were even as close as they were was because of him. So, you know, with JaVale McGee playing poorly uh, and seeming kind of out of it, he's just not really contributing anything. I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, uh, if Dwight's going to take on a more prominent role. We'll just have to see. I agree with those takeaways, and I think another thing maybe I would add or just kind of add along to your number two in terms of the defense is that I think it's pretty clear to me that the Lakers play their best basketball when they're really locked down on defense. I think their defense really does lead to their offense, so I think they need to continue to really focus on the defensive end, and I think that'll overall help their offense. 
Um, but I agree with your takeaways overall. I think we can all agree those are some good ones. Now, another thing that happened today was the NBA released their finalists for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, MVP, the top three right now, is LeBron James. We had James Harden, also the Greek freak Giannis is in there. Defensive Player of the Year, we had Anthony Davis. We had Giannis, again, the Greek freak is in there. And then we also had Rudy Gobert. We talked a little bit about this before the game. How do you think this is going to go? I think Giannis is going to win either one of those. I think there's more... I think he has a better chance of winning MVP than he does Defensive Player of the Year. I think AD is pretty much a lock for that. Again, remember, they're judging this and they're determining this from before the lockdown, before the season was suspended. So I think AD is going to be a lock for that Defensive Player of the Year. But between Giannis and LeBron James for that MVP, how do you see this playing out? Well, I would love to say that LeBron is going to win. I, I can't tell you how impressed I am with him you know, uh, he's he's the heart and soul of this team. I mean, he's everything to this team. When he goes out, the team falls apart. It's been pretty much that way all season. Uh, he, he just holds everybody together. I mean, talk about a most valuable player. He, at 35 years old, I mean, it's it's unfortunately we didn't get LeBron you know, earlier in his career. But even at this stage of his career, it's really a joy to watch him play basketball. I tend to think that Giannis is uh, probably going to win MVP, but... Uh, Certainly, LeBron, we all know as Laker fans in our heart that LeBron has been unbelievable. I personally think LeBron by far deserves to win MVP, especially when you look at what he's done this year. He's really transformed his game. He's leading the league in assists. He's been, like you said, the heart and soul of this Lakers team when he's not in everything, really does fall apart. I mean, I believe he should be the MVP. Now, Giannis could win. He is in both categories, so it would be kind of, I guess, strange to see him not come away with one. Like I said, again, I think AD is pretty much a lock for that defensive player. Do you, I mean, do you agree, or do you think Rudy Gobert? I mean, how are you leaning in terms of defensive player of the year? Well, I'm going to guess that Anthony Davis is going to win defensive player of the year. Um, I, you know, I, he's he had such an amazing uh, season defensively. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with AD for Defensive Player of the Year. I, I want LeBron to win. My heart is with LeBron to win MVP. I just have this fear that, you know, Giannis, the the Bucks had the best season, uh, the best uh, record during the regular season. Uh, and, you know, he's he is everything to them. Uh, and he doesn't have an AD on his team. So, uh, you know, I want LeBron to win MVP, but I, I just i am afraid it's going to be Giannis. I understand that. I still think LeBron deserves it, and I think LeBron's going to pull away. But I think maybe we're a little bit biased here. We're saying, oh, Defensive Player of the Year and MVP are both going to be on the Lakers. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Giannis is going to win one of those two awards. And as between the two of them, I tend to think it's going to be the MVP. I, I hope not. I think LeBron deserves it. But again, you know, regardless, they've both had extremely great seasons. So we just have to be lucky that we have two players who are finalists in both categories to begin with because that's pretty exciting and I don't know when the heck the last time that happened for the Lakers was yeah the problem is again the, the players around them are just sort of average you know and there's no consistency from night to night you know one night it might be Kuzma Kuzma was lousy tonight he was good the last game so you just never know KCP sometimes he's on sometimes he's not Quinn Cook Danny Green Alex Caruso again you know they just they don't have the, the best supporting cast around them. 
so that's why I'm saying if the Lakers are going to really contend for a championship, LeBron and AD are both going to have to be at the very top of their games. Alrighty, you're a little bit down in the dumps after this loss, I know, but real quick here, you know, rounding out, the Lakers are back at it again on Monday. They only have two more games left. Monday they play the Nuggets. It's going to be another challenging game. Dad, how do you think they can just pull away with a win? Because I think, personally, the Lakers really, really need a win. They need one for team morale. They need to go into the playoffs with confidence. I don't want to go into the playoffs, you know, on this losing streak. I don't know. Now that we're getting close to the playoffs, I mean, this is the time usually when your starters are resting. Uh, you know, the last two games of the, of, of, the, of the season are not usually when you're putting your maximum effort into winning games. So I'm not sure what the coach is going to do. That's why I thought tonight's rotations and not playing certain players, I, I, I thought it was kind of strange. So I, I'm not really sure what to expect in the next game. Well, I'm just hoping a win. I, I really, I truly believe the Lakers need to win, but... Guess we're just going to have to wait and see because they're back at it again Monday against the Nuggets, like I said. And then Thursday, their final game before the playoffs start against the Sacramento Kings. And then the playoffs start August 18th. I believe that's a Tuesday. Um, So we're going to have to wait and see how it all plays out. Well, what's most important is that everybody's healthy. I mean, whether they win the next two games or they lose the next two games, you know, there's a thin margin for error with this team. Everybody's got to be healthy when those playoffs start. No, I completely agree. Obviously, health is number one, but also, you know, going into the playoffs with confidence, I think, is definitely a plus as well. But anyway, that is going to be it for today's little recap of this Lakers loss. Unfortunately, they lose again three in a row now to the Indiana Pacers, 116-111, but still some more positives to talk about. And Hopefully, we're able to get the win on Monday. Hopefully, AD's able to have better game. Dwight's able to be, you know, hike, play how he was tonight. We're able to have maybe Danny Green back in the lineup. Maybe he finally gets going. But overall, hopefully, they'll, able, they'll be able to get a win on Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for all the support that I've been getting on this podcast. I really enjoy doing these episodes for you guys, and I'm really happy that you all seem to be enjoying it. So until next time, I guess I will talk to you all on Monday. Dad, thank you so much again for being my little co-host here. Thank you, Hannah. I had a great time. All right, everyone. Laker Hand is out. Have a great rest of your weekend.